1: Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
2: Hello posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 15th of July of the year 2020 and on this date in history in 1205, Pope Innocent III stated that Jews were doomed to perpetual servitude due to the crucifixion of Jesus, vaguely ignoring the fact that it was the Romans who crucified Jesus, and really if we're going to go after the people who took Jesus down, it was Romans, Jews and carpenters in that order who built the cross. Jesus was two of those three things. Uh, Blame the Romans is what I say. Today's celebrations include Elderly Men Day, or Kiribati, so celebrate the elderly men in your life by pretending to have hair coming out of your ears and nose. Welcoming back to the show, a favourite of ours, celebrity interstellar lawyer Anuvab Pal. Welcome back to the show.
0: Thank you, thank you for having me, Alice. It's been, uh, you know, it's been quarantine everywhere, so I haven't uh, been able to renew my intergalactic licence. It's a complicated process. I have to fill out forms in triplicate. It's been hard.
2: I mean, that does sound incredibly hard, but one of the things that is not hard to do in space is sport, one of the few places where you can still have uh, a sufficiently quarantined players and audience to have proper games. So you're going to be telling us all about the Space Olympics as our top story. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, although in many places still under the pressure of coronavirus, mask wearing is being actively encouraged by authority figures, a small but infuriatingly vocal minority are suggesting that normalising mask wearing represents a limitation of freedom, which is true also of pants. In the US, mask politics have reached a new level, with some on the left suggesting that fake smiles are also a conspiracy funded by billionaires to create groupthink. How do you feel about masks, Anavab? Do you think they're the pants of the face or do you think they're a terrible conspiracy to make us all not have lower halves anymore?
0: Look, I think we should all wear pants on the face, but that's a private uh, (laughs) issue I have that I need to deal with my therapist about. But um, I I don't know about you, Alice, but a number of uh, videos have hit my WhatsApp over this past week about Americans shouting in various restaurants and so on, specifically saying to the owners you can't tell me what to do this is a free country um <laughs> americans are not meant to be confined um so there's a lot of that going on and i and i i think i fully support it because i'm a big fan of seeing how far idiocy goes <laughs> Well,
2: you know, the whole new no shoes, no shirt, no service is a pretty classic one here in Australia. It's not something you get a lot of pushback from. uh, But no mask, no service seems to be, as you say, causing a lot of controversy in the US.
0: It is. Yeah, it is. By the way, I did not know that. Uh, What was it? No shirt, no shoes. No shoes,
2: no shirt, no service. Or uh, in some places, if you're wearing thongs and shorts, you're not allowed in. But that's a, that's a very Australian thing, and I'm not sure if it exists in other places in the world. Uh, maybe our, our producer, Harriet, would you be able to tell us? Do you have that in the UK? <laughs> no, but we don't get the weather to not wear clothing anyway.
0: <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say, in hot countries, this would be tough to implement. I mean, if you did this uh, in the global resort town of Goa, not far from me, Uh, restaurants would have no customers because I don't think most of those citizens own any pants or (laughs) shirts.
2: Fair (laughs) enough. Meanwhile, in Italy, the unrest that has been caused by Silvio Berlusconi's anti-Wiggles government activism has broken into violence in some cities, with a movement of Italian nationalists suggesting that an Australian children's group elected via glitch in the online voting that allowed babies on iPads to vote means that despite their competent governance until this point, the Wiggles government should be overthrown from power in the traditional Italian way. Silvio Berlusconi suggests inviting them all to a feast with your family and then poisoning all the food. Uh, how do you feel about that Annava I
0: think Italians uh, you know have a long history of killing people with cuisine um, <laughs> I mean I'll give you an example i uh, I tried to make some ravioli with what I thought was tomato sauce last night for the family, and no one's spoken to me since so uh <laughs> <laughs> so you know again, learning from the Italians I think Poliscodi is 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 just merging politics and gastronomy in the right way with death. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because possessions are nine-tenths of the law of capitalism. In Greek legend, Achilles was a hero of the Trojan War. He was invulnerable to mortal wounds because his mother, the sea nymph Thetis, had dipped him in the river Styx. She only forgot to wet the heel by which she held him, which became his vulnerable spot. If only she had dipped his heel into half a glass of Styx water, Achilles might be alive to this day. Half a glass of water, the safer choice. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Construction Work Next Door. If you've ever wanted to murder a bunch of strangers you've never seen, try Construction Work Next Door. Available online and next door.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: And that's your ad section for today.
1: The last post.
2: Now it's time for your top stories. Space Olympics. Anabab Pal, you are our space correspondent and I know you have a soft spot for sports. What's happening in the world of the Space Olympics right now?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked, you know, while I was, uh, you know, heading to uh, Jupiter to renew my license, my bar license to practice, uh, <laughs> I, I came across a very interesting sport that is uh, all the rage at various space stations in different, uh, of different countries. Uh, basically, what's happening is inspired by the mask rebellion, astronauts are trying to figure out, uh, this is a new sport, uh, how long they can <laughs> stay in space without their spacesuit. Um, <laughs> It's been about a second and a half for most of them, but Russia's winning. I think the guy was alive <laughs> for a full two seconds.
2: That's uh, pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, and of course the news is not reaching Earth because they're all dead. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but again, this is what happens when you have internet in space. They get to watch all these WhatsApp videos and then they want to do their own thing.
2: They do. And I mean, certainly in, you, you're getting some amazing athletes emerging out of the prison colony on Mars with its extremely uh, dystopian circumstances. People are having to learn to fight and, and operate in zero G and run very fast and do all sorts of things. Are any of those athletes making it to the Space Olympics or uh, does their status as felons exclude them from that privilege?
0: I mean, interestingly, in space, criminals live longer. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like criminals thrive very well in politics in certain countries and in space. Those are the two places that they do very well. Um, and, you know, I think there will come a time, and I'm sure Elon Musk's children will help with this, uh, where why would you need a space suit in zero gravity? You know, I think, you know, who, who are they to tell us? that, uh, you know, there's different kinds of air pressure and space has a different kind of air density and I can't breathe uh, (laughs) in space. Uh, I think these are just rules made by the man. Now, it's... uh, Yeah, the people who say that in
2: space no one can hear you scream just aren't listening hard enough.
0: (laughs) Exactly. exactly. You get it, Alice. You get it, you know. Uh, So, you know, I mean, I have seen your show about flat earthers and... I have to say that uh, as funny as it was, uh, flat earthers have a point. Uh, The point (laughs) is that I I don't think we have walked far enough to reach the edge of the earth. I think that's the main problem. Uh, So that mask wearing uh, astronauts without spacesuits, I really think this is the future. I think it is our uh, limited sort of vision, if you will, that doesn't (laughs) let us encourage them. Uh, And idiotic things like science, you know, I think their time is limited.
2: That's true. That's very true. Do you have anything else on that?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> that's that's that, that just, it? Uh, yeah.
2: Sweet. <laughs> and remember, yeah. you can watch the Space Olympics with a good enough set of binoculars uh, if they happen to be passing over you in the vastness of the universe. That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. This letter to the editor says, Dear Alice and comrade du jour, that's you today, Anavab. French? Right. Fancy. Uh, I noticed from Dancy Lagarde's Wikipedia page that Last Train to Happiness, the fifth novel in the Wheels of Passion steampunk trilogy, is yet to be made into an audiobook. Although I have never worked as a voice actor, I wonder if you could put a good word in for me to play the part of Jocanta, the railway owner's daughter, I lack the creamy breasts, but I have been practising the desperate sobs that issue from her lips as she wakes to realise her evil stepmother has tied her to the tracks while her young and oblivious engineer lover, Robert, bears down on her aboard 30 tonnes of throbbing, steaming locomotive. Thank you in advance for your help and good luck to Christopher and his pets. Yours sincerely, uh, Feldspar Sapwood Esquire. Uh, thank you so much for this letter, Feldspar. It's an incredibly stupid letter. Why would you think that I had any role in the casting of an audiobook? book? Um, I am only associated with Dancy Lagarde insofar as uh, I read the ads for the Dancy Lagarde books that are sent to me and that I am paid to read. I I don't know why you would think that I would be the person to approach, but feel free to send audio of your desperate sobs to the last post at somethingelse.com. Anavab, you're in the entertainment industry. Do you have any advice for this aspiring young voice actor?
0: Only one conundrum, Alice. Uh, I, I realise he, she is concerned about their physical appearance, uh, which I'm sure is described in the book, but it is an audio book. So <laughs> I don't think that... Oh, man, when, man yeah. you can
2: hear creamy breasts a mile off.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's uh maybe I just live a different life. <laughs> I just don't know if if current, my, my living situation doesn't allow that. I have to say. <laughs> those noises do not enter my household.
2: Well, if anyone if anyone listening gets the opportunity to lay their ear to a creamy breast, they can report in <laughs> And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. A uh, big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Very exciting news. We've finally got a two-way connectivity, so we're hoping to perhaps get a guest from uh, your dimension you people listening over there if you are indeed people the last post is something else (laughs) alice fraser and bugle podcasts production your guest today was the magnificent anuvab pal anuvab have you got anything to plug uh
0: currently no i i mean i uh do a podcast uh, on spotify called our last week uh, and more than a plug, uh, it's basically a show about uh, conundrums. So people send us conundrums, and at some point, we're hoping that uh, terrestrial genius Alice Fraser will be our. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll send us conundrums over here, I guess. But that is not a plug. This is just a conversation going on right now. This is now. just
2: a conversation. I'd love to. I would love to. Uh, I am Alice Fraser, by the way. Find me online at atalliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. I'll be doing a live show on the 23rd of July on Next Up Comedy. So if you're in the UK, check that out. Otherwise, Savage is as ever available on Amazon Prime. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.